Alex, you're about to get iced. <gasps> hey guys, it's Alex and Emily again, coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife. And tonight we're going to be talking about 1988's Iced. As always, Emily has the original and coveted VHS copy, so let's hear what the back of that box says. Oh yeah, much coveted. Um... Corey and Jeff are hot for Trina and itching for a fight. They devise the ultimate duel, a midnight race down perilous ski slopes. But when Jeff careens off the mountain and is impaled on the rocks below, his gruesome death shatters the circle of friends. Years go by and the nightmare fades. Then the members of the circle are mysteriously invited back to the same resort. They're thrilled to be together. It's like old times, reckless skiing and untamed sex. But passion turns into panic when eerie reminders of the past surface and they discover someone spying on them. Blizzard conditions, snowbound and isolated, the seven friends will soon be six, then five. Stalked by a sadistic hunter with a twisted mind, only one of them will survive. Okay, by the way, that makes you think that Jeff dies when they're having the duel and he doesn't. Right. He has it after he goes back and gets drunk, but okay. Also, why would you want to go back to a resort and do reckless skiing when that's how your fucking friend died? But, like, okay. has, has, yeah, has nobody heard of PTSD? Is that not real? <laughs> In this universe? Is well, that the not, only well, the only one is that one girl with the with John with the glasses who's just a total fucking bitch about everything. But Diane. Diane, yeah. Mm. So what are your thoughts? All right, so this was my very first time watching this movie, and I guess I really only have... I have a rating. We'll get to that. And I have thoughts, but we'll also get to more of them. But my original well, did two you thoughts. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, it's oh, yeah. I, I saw the video of you laughing. Okay. It's definitely a positive movie. Um, but my first two thoughts immediately. First of all, I had been drinking when I watched it, as is for the course. But, but the ski scenes, it sounded like. They were trying to do like Danger Zone, Top Gun, but with like a ski montage. Um, I don't know <laughs> yeah, what that's. It went song on for was. so long. So long, and it was it made me so queasy. I really need a dream. You know me. I need a Dramamine just to watch the opening scene. Uh, so then needing Dramamine, and then PTSD does exist in my universe. And all I can think about when I think about skiing is just when I had second degree burns on my face. Oh my, my god! <laughs> so from going skiing. So you met a. George Foreman with those scars, those burns all over your yeah. face from skiing. <laughs> yeah, we were on the airport in Colorado. It might have been the layover in, in, in Texas or it might have been in Colorado, but we met. I George thought you met him at Hastings. I don't know why. No, well, no. So it was in a bookstore in the airport. So oh, that's why okay. the photo is in a bookstore, but he come. Yeah. So we're all trying to talk about like, you know, how can we like that's that's George Foreman. Like, how can we go say hey to him? And so then I'm like clumsily somehow i get pushed to him of looking, all the people you're the only one that looks like freddy krueger looking like freddy krueger and i just i like ran into him and he's 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 he probably really, thought it was make a wish foundation yeah he's really big um and i just like looked up to him and all i said was my mom likes your grills <laughs> <laughs> no hi no nothing. So then he grabbed my hand. Like he shook my hand and it, his hand's bigger than my whole face. And then he said, it looks like I just got done three rounds with you. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. <laughs> because I was my face was seeping. I don't um, think he wanted to tell me about that because uh, was prom the next week. 
promise the next week. And you yeah. said, and when so, I yeah, walked it, into it, school, you know, you told me, you warned me, you said it's, you wouldn't tell me what it was, but you were like, I'd, you'll just see it at school. And I walked in and you were sitting down by the lockers with your head down uh-huh. and you just looked up looking like some alien. And you can say what I said. Cause I can't remember. Well, I remember two things that you had said. <laughs> First of all, you kind of screamed, and because everybody knew that you were going to have a big freak out when you saw me. Um, <laughs> well, you were so my they, prom date. Okay, the, let's yeah. see. Let, yeah. They told me you were coming, so I put my head between my legs, uh, <laughs> and then they, you said uh, you like kicked my feet, and I like raised up, and you went, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> and you said you told me you had a sunburn. You didn't say you fucked the sun. <laughs> and then you I said. And then you said, you've ruined my prom. You need to wear a bag on your head. I, I think I also I said, I don't want to go to prom with something that looks like an alien. You better fix it or put a bag on your head or something like yeah. that. So anyways, and you did, you did peel all of those burns off before prom, too. Yeah, welcome. Dermatology and good lotions and all this fine, finer things. Heard, in it, it was a lot of pain, I'm sure. It was a lot of steam baths and sticking my head over pots of water. And, <laughs> uh, just for you, Emily. But those are my two thoughts going into this movie was I need Dramamine and I'm afraid of sun. So I had no idea what to expect with this movie. I didn't know anything. So like I did enjoy the whole movie overall. I thought it was good, campy, like as in It's so bad it's good, but not so bad it's good as like it's not as bad as Last Lumber Party. No, no. it's It actually is more decent in terms of like it's got a more of a story it's i've got, got more of a nostalgia with last slumber party so but yeah but like you know just getting cozied up in a in a chalet and that chalet is like i would die to stay there for a couple of nights it's a gorgeous chalet oh my god but what what about when jeanette is like it's so natural and she's laying on this like white couch with polka dots and stuff on it i was like that is not natural that is not a natural couch that does not look like nature. What are you at, doing? At all. Yeah. I don't know. She, I don't know what she was thinking. She can't, she kind of reminds me of a character named Maria from Summer Party Massacre 3, just like slightly. Yeah. Um, I think she's famous for playing Wednesday Adams originally. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's Lisa Loring. So, yeah. Uh, uh, she did better acting in black and white, I will say. But um, we see her she's tits very a lot pretty, in though. this. She's gorgeous. She gets naked a whole lot in this movie. So and if she anybody, has bush, and I always am thumbs up for pe- for girls with bush. With bush, we've got bush, as Booger said in Revenge That's, of the Nerds. Yeah. Why does she have a penis? <laughs> oh my god. All right, so yeah. So what do you think about the movie? Um, I had seen it a co- a couple times, maybe like two or three times, but it had been years since I had seen it. So, um, it was really funny. There were parts though that like some people that will remain unnamed started like talking and laughing really hard. So I couldn't hear what was going on and it was really irritating me. But besides that, um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought Carl was hilarious until he turns into a rapist, which no one really seems like Jeanette doesn't really seem to care about, but whatever. Um, I thought that, I didn't think the deaths were that great, but hers was, or not her actual death, but when they, when Trina finds her, And, and which which death? The um in the hot tub. Oh, uh, so like death. yeah. So when it, that I thought like when Trina finds her body, that seems really cool. Yeah, uh, and like oh, because she was all kind of iced over and like her she had she like, was iced for real. Oh my god, yeah, she had like you know she had crystals in her hair. She her her, her she was I mean it was it was really cool to be like to see a frozen 
corpse in a hot tub. That it was that was yeah. pretty cool. So also, I'm trying not to say so at the beginning of my sentences, but it's really hard. Um, <laughs> Trina, who I finally realized like near the end of the movie that it was uh, Kim from Slumber Party Massacre. Um, Deborah Deliso. Yeah, and. I loved that every time she was in the kitchen, she was working out in some way for no reason. The first time Jeanette's cooking everything or cutting up stuff. And she just went there with one, one barbell. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. And then the next time you see the, uh, Diane, I think Diane has come. And so Diane and Jeanette are cutting up food. They're never actually cooking. They're always just cutting up stuff. They're always prepping. Like, what? But, uh, yeah, I don't hell. know. Hell. And, and like Trina's there, put doing push-ups on the counter and then starts doing <laughs> leg lifts and it's like what are you doing like you have not you've not helped at all yeah so when when um uh, if i watch when, when i watch this again because i definitely it's it's i will watch this again um i want to watch it again knowing the things like that i expect yeah, i didn't even remember looking. who i didn't remember who the killer was so oh yeah um but when it comes to the trina like so you have the one scene where Jeanette is sitting there and like she's like holding the glass of Chardonnay in like the sitting room when they're all there. And then she's like practically deep throating a carrot. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if she's like trying to be sexy or if I just interpreted it in that way. It seems like she's supposed to be the slut of the group. So it does seem that way. Cause she doesn't know she, even though she was nurse. with Eddie who, right. you know what you don't under, you don't know his name enough to realize that he's the Mr. Cotter looking character, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but but whenever after the whole Chardonnay and carrots deep throating, which is basically like a Saturday in the winter in my house, um, <laughs> she's just in there. Then she's. Dude, are, you, are you referring to Jeff? Because I don't think he'd appreciate that. No, the only Jeff I will refer to right now is Jeff in this movie. Jeff who, in the movie. Okay. Yes, and then Alex in the but movie. Jeff, friend. I mean, Jeff, your husband <laughs> i didn't want to say his full name jeff your husband he does not have a carrot dick is what i'm making sure of there are some pretty big carrots out there though Just okay saying. but they all like have come to a very small tip okay that's besides the point Back to the <laughs> sorry movie. anyway um so after she's doing the carrots and the chardonnay then she's like chopping carrots in the kitchen and then like i'm just like okay okay we're doing this now and then like out of nowhere to me trina just like lifts a weight onto the onto the screen i'm like what is she yep. doing no, it's, not, it's not out of nowhere i mean it's not not out of nowhere it is out of nowhere it's out of nowhere i mean like you think they're just jane... talking and then all of a sudden she just has that barbell and you're like what like, when was jane fonda a, 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 like a sensational like uh around what, now i around, around then yeah not now but yeah around then I mean, find out whatever you can i mean i it would have been actually even better had she been like lifting russet potatoes I would have liked it if she would have had a full-on workout scene, but she never seemed to want to do any working out until she was in the kitchen. So, and she, she has really nice legs, so you know she works. Oh my gosh, she has fantastic legs, and at the and very she has that awesome rocket like rocket aisle shirt. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she was even so. This came out in '88. Slumber Party Master came out six years prior, and she was also wearing. Um, like just like a like sleep shirt, a shirt, yeah, and, and no, and like no pants. She's always she she has great legs. She really um, does. She was and then she was born in '56, so 26 and 32, I guess. I mean, whatever. Still great legs. I mean, I bet she still's got great legs. To be honest, I, yeah, I bet she does too. Unless she just decided to completely let, her, let herself go. There's which, just some I mean, people why not? that always have great legs their whole life. Like me, I know. So yes, exactly. Just, just something that you, we have to like live with. 
Love it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's across the bear, but you, you manage it so gracefully. Okay, so I want to talk about also when it's just Carl and... Um, what is Trina's boyfriend's name? Corey? It's Corey, right? Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I felt like they spelled Carl with a K, but I guess not. Anyway, I guess because he was so wacky. You know, like he the first time you see him when they come back, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So you're supposed to know that he's the prankster of the group. Um, yeah. And that ridiculous rat tail that's put into a, a mini ponytail and a fade on the side. Anyway, they go out to ski and it just turns into this really weird scene where they're laying on each other. And you can tell the Carl guy probably does coke. He hasn't, he, we haven't seen him do it yet, but he does. But he starts acting like the snow is <laughs> cocaine or something. Like he's trying to, like <laughs> he's gotten confused or something. He's like, this whole mountain's worth like $4.5 billion or something. Like, I mean, like, he, it's a, such a weird scene. And the guy puts his head like near his crotch. And it's like, what are y'all doing? Why, and why are y'all just laying there like, do you know what snow does? I mean, it'll eventually freeze you. Right. And then when it comes down to all the, cause there was, there were some good drug references with this. And then you, they were trying to overdo, I think making us see him as the prankster, the jokester and all these things. Um, but you know, we kept seeing all these, these scenes of snow. It's called ice. That's, that makes sense. But you know what blinded me even more in this movie than even the snow? You're the science. Blinded me with science. Um, no. Tan lines are real, and there was some male booty realness in this oh, movie. Oh, oh, Carl. Had, okay, see, okay, there was one time when you see so, Carl from an angle where he's sorting coke and his ass doesn't look that great. But then, like, in another angle, it doesn't look that bad. Who's the one in the hot tub getting some real goodness in the hot, and like, a, not a hot tub, like a, a jacuzzi flashback or something? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's like not a flashback. It's something he wants to do. I think it's Alex and uh, Jeanette. Well, either way, he's got his, his. I needed sunglasses to see his ass because they make the tan lines. I guess eighty-eight real. <laughs> oh, also, I loved when Carl. Okay, so John, John, the doctor, the uh -huh. guy with the guy with glasses, who was a lot cooler when they were there before because he had the backwards cap on. But you know, he's a doctor now, so um, <laughs> he finds he finds that like newspaper clipping in his drawer about how that guy Jeff had died. Mm-hmm. And he goes into Carl's room and wakes him up from a, a clear, uh, clearly he was having a, like a really bad nightmare and he's like sweating and still like shaking and stuff. And so he's like, well, I guess I'm going to show you this and shows him the paperclip, like the newspaper clipping. This is before we see Carl as a pervert, by the way. So he's just the <laughs> prankster. And he goes, uh, I knew some, I knew some, someone like a pervert, like you would do this. And we we're like, why is he a pervert? I mean, if he, <laughs> if he put a newspaper clipping in your drawer, that's not really perverted. I mean, like, oh my God. Oh my it's God. just like, he's just a prankster, but okay. And then he does turn into a pervert later, but like, we don't know that yet. So, and this is still, who's it? John that or is, Carl? That is still not a, well, John shows Carl the newspaper thing. Who's the, who's the pervert? Carl, and he and does who, end up. He does, he ends up being a sexual assault. Uh, and assault. who's the one that keeps having the little dream flashback forwards to the hot tub bathtub scene? Jeanette, I think. No, too. but what guy is it? Is that still Carl? Alex. Oh, it's Alex. God. Um, but uh, and then it's just such a ridiculous scene. I was just like, that doesn't make anyone. I mean, I he might be a pervert, but like. The act of him putting a newspaper clipping in your drawer is not perverted, even though he didn't do it. But at the same time, I'm just saying, like, that's not a perverted thing to do. Not at all. Not <laughs> but, at all. 
Okay. So they go downstairs and they're going to eat. I guess, do they, do they eat? Or do they wait till Alex shows up to eat? So I just, I don't remember them eating. I remember like, you know, um, I remember. No, they, like they, this, they are sitting down to eat because they're I think sitting Karina down. tells them go get the guys to eat or something like that. But then like all of a sudden there's this heart and soul music video entrance and this guy shows up and I'm like, well, he's the killer. I mean, like, who the hell is this? And then they're sitting by the fire, I guess, after well, dinner. Well, you, you already saw him, though, in his office. But but I, but but at the but showing up, I was just like, and they made such a production. Well, he told right them. There. He he told them to. I mean, she, no, but, told, she told them but, to. But no, but 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 the the music and everything was very. They just made a huge deal over something we already knew was supposed to be happening. Like him yeah. arriving was like so romanticized or something. Like it exaggerated. I thought it was so overdone that he wasn't going to be the killer. Exactly. Well, true, true, true. That could have been. I knew whoever the killer was at the the beginning of the movie when Jeff is all like drunk and crazy and talking to somebody. You're not like you're kind of supposed to think that either the person's cut out of the shot or I think it's supposed to be shown that he's like talking to himself. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, then you find out the killer is who he's talking to, which I got that from the very beginning. I was like, whoever it is is whoever he's talking to right now. So the the, the group of friends they knew Jeff, right? Because Jeff died, right? Yeah, so, and also, but, but I guess them, Tr- it, Trina went up there with him under the guise that she was going up there with him, and then she's like, "We're just friends." But did they know Alex? No, they did so, not. Okay, yeah, because then, because that's what I was wondering, because then they were sitting there by the fire, and Jeanette's like, you haven't told me about yourself yet. Who are you? <laughs> I'm like, well, you already invited him in, so, I mean, what's And up? then they start making out for a really long time in front of literally everyone in the room, and everyone is in the room, and they're not making out. They're just sitting there hanging out, and they're just like, these people just on the ground making out in front of and them. It's so, weird. so they're the ones having the bathtub sex scenes, right? Yes, but like, what's funny is that he, she, she still tech, she doesn't know Eddie's dead, so she thinks she saw as a boyfriend. She's just mad at him. <laughs> she's just and mad because when she they go, she gets a phone call and it said he says he's Eddie and that he's with Jeff now. That's what ends the making out scene. Is she gets that phone call? She's like, Eddie said he was with Jeff and. Would he do that? Then he's the prankster. Um, See, I th- but they're, okay. When but they're this- like, do you really think it was Eddie? And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, he cheats on me and stuff, but he wouldn't do something like that, I don't think. Yeah, she, she, I actually wrote this down. She goes, he'll cheat on me, yes. But practical jokes, that's not his style. <laughs> but someone else says that, he, that it is his style. Right before that. One of the guys says something about him pulling a prank. And it's like. Who are the perverts here and who are the pranksters? <laughs> I know, right? And when we you clearly about, don't know the definition of either of them, so of either of them. And whenever I think of what'd you say like um it's not somebody's style? All I keep thinking about is you got the style. We got, oh, got the, style. the style. Oh my god, what uh, song is that? Athlete or whatever. You got the style. Oh my god, yes. I'll, I need to write that down. Those right lyrics now. I did were awful, but okay, uh, that is not the song I was thinking of. I was thinking of that song. <laughs> the one I, th- I thought of was "She's Just My Style." Everything about her drives me wild. That song from like the sixties. <laughs> I was actually, actually, you know what this was? The what I was flashing back to. I think that when I heard this song for the first time was a new year's eve party 
It might have been at a at a cabin in, in yeah. Gatlinburg. So the one where afterwards I project, I, I ran out of Harrison's car and I project, I vomited on the window of a gas station. Yes, the you got the style, we got the yeah, style. Yeah, because I I got that album for no, like I didn't know who they were or anything. I ran, randomly got their their album. And we would listen to like three songs on it. God, so good. Um, right around the time too, where she's like, "He'll cheat on me, yes," but practical jokes aren't his style. I think like right before that happened, you know, there was the kerfuff- kerfuffle or whatever, <laughs> and she's like, "How'd your friend die?" And then he just responds, "A skiing accident," and like immediately, like like there's no pause. He just a skiing accident and leaves and leaves the house, like leaves. <laughs> like what's going on? So I like what I think it's Carl that's all like amped up, and he's like. What can't be because they oh they find out that he was on the list of people that got invited and he was like uh-huh. you can't send an invitation to him he's dead <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean I think that they had already talked about it so I was like I don't think you have to say it again I think he gets it like right cool. right right I mean and then it's only been five years since the death right yeah like looking back especially at that age like five years isn't that long I mean like I don't know like to to. I don't think I would go back to a resort where, and even if it was, oh, like, I would not go back. Maybe a friend of a friend, because I don't know if some of them were actually friends, friends with them, or just like they were part of the groups, and then maybe he was like more friends with like Trina and John and Diane or something. I don't really know what their dynamic was, but like I wouldn't be going back up to a place where like that happened. I don't think. Well, I think they were unless I to- wanted to get killed. Well, I think they were trying to capitalize this movie anyway. Seems like they were trying to capitalize on the big chill, like like friends reuniting over like a death of a friend. It didn't really work the same way as the big chill, but it worked in a completely different way. <laughs> it worked in the completely opposite way. I think it worked in a better way, honestly, for my for my taste. Okay, well, first of all, Jeff Goldblum and Quaaludes and music. Oh, sorry, Quaaludes. I, I thought I said, oh, sorry, Quaaludes. Never mind. I meant to say Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> but, but, Jeff also, but also, but also, Quaaludes will never be able to take them. They're gone. I know, and I read all I, these. It's such books, a shame. I read really. all these horror books, and like to make something sound '80s in a horror book or any sort of a novel, they always reference lewds, and I'm just like, <sighs> well, like, and also when they took him like in the '60s and so I mean, it's like, come on, I want to have one quaalude. I just think of, it would be so expired now. So when I think of Jeff, when I think of uh, quaaludes or Jeff Goldblum, like those in my turn in my mind, Jeff Goldblum and quaaludes are synonymous. I mean, when I think of Jeff Goldblum, I think of him having sex with me. Do you think the rock is red glare and orgasms unite the world? I mean, so. <laughs> I would orgasm probably just looking at him. I would be like the guy that comes too fast or something. He is really. Uh, I would a, probably grow a dick and eject. <laughs> he's a uni- what's it called ejaculate. Yeah, he is definitely um, a like, universal treasure. Yes. And I say universal basically because Uni- universal plays- studios. No, well, that as well. But I say Universal as his role in Mac in the same year, 1988's Earth Girls Are Easy, where he's an alien. So he's Universal at this point. Yeah, he's just like, he's kind of like Paul Rudd, where he can be in like any movie and you'll still like him, even if it was bad. He is kind of like a Paul, like Paul Rudd and him have very... Paul Rudd is like him. Let's say he's like him. I mean, neither one is really aged. I mean... He can be... uh, Well, Paul Rudd kind of has, but he... Jeff Goldblum has aged, just he's aged very well. Um, mm. But they both can be in like really bad movies, but we can overlook that because like they're just so likable. I mean, yeah, I mean, Earth Girls Are Easy isn't that bad, but like they no, I like Earth Girls Are he's Easy. He's a blue fuzzy alien. Um, 
hello <laughs> and, and it's he he's in it i mean hello. he's just so eloquent and also would he probably would be a freak in the sheets you know the only <laughs> you know the because only he said on watch what happens live one time that because they were making fun of la la from vanderpump rules for um having to have a baby bottle at night <laughs> and andy oh asks God. him if he would like do that and he's like or he if he would be into that and he's like yeah sure i guess <laughs> i would say the only movie he hasn't like totally saved it wasn't horrible, but it was still whatevs was the sequel, Independence Day Resurgence. He didn't yeah. save it, but he definitely made it better. Yeah, he was like the only thing that was good about it. Probably. I mean, yeah, I mean, so, so yeah. Anyway, so, this, yeah, is back, Jeff, back, this is not a Jeff, this is not a Jeff Goldblum podcast. Gag me with Jeff Goldblum, please. Yeah, for real though. <laughs> I don't care if he's got a tiny little chode, whatever. <laughs> I don't care if he's got labia down there. Get, put it in me. Oh, I'm dying. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so should we just get to the... the should, should we just talk, talk about the death scenes? Um, or do you have anything? Because, I mean, like, yeah, okay, they go up there. They all get killed except for one girl. There's a killer. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Alex. Hey. Obviously. The, and oh, at, the be- at the beginning, it was true when Jeff's talking to himself, quote unquote, he's really talking to Alex. And Alex is just a friend, not his brother or anything, which I was the under under the impression that it would be a sibling. Since mm-hmm. Diane ha- had to make such a, show, a shit show about saying that at the funeral, it, Jeff's mom was like, uh, our family's going to avenge your death. But he says he's just his friend. So whatever. Uh, maybe he was his lover. I don't know. I guess no. not because he really wanted Trina. So I, pff, whatever. Who knows? So I do have a couple of thoughts before we go into some kills. And some of these thoughts, I'll, I don't really know why I wrote this note down. I can probably help you figure out your note. Well, but the first one, the first one, I definitely, I definitely know why I wrote it. So Trina's just sitting there and all of a sudden she just tells somebody, I just got to show you the kitchen. And I wrote down, (laughs) she really just wants to show off her gym. (laughs) (laughs) But then this next quote, I don't under, I don't even know who said it. I just have LOLOL after it. But here's the quote. I didn't have any tits hardly. And I was, that was Trina. People will discover my secret. Well, what? What? I don't understand any of what that means. Because she was with a guy, and he, she was uh, like she flooded the car. They were at a drive-in or something. She flooded the car, and I guess it was coming up so hot. I don't know how this would actually flooded the car. No, I guess oh. like the car got flooded, and I don't know. You know, it seems like if it's you're in a situation where it's flooding up near your tits, like you <laughs> might want to try to get out because you're going to drown. But she was more concerned about the fact that the water was going to get in her bra what she had stuffed oh that's and where she then, stuffed it and then it would soak in her soak in the, the tissue that's yeah and then what really irritated me about that is af- right after that carl's looking at her boobs she's like don't stare at my tits and i'm like i'm sorry but any like i have really big boobs my friend jessica does like it's hard for people not to look at them it, like and if if people aren't looking at them and they're obviously looking away, that's more irritating just because it's like you're being like really obvious about not trying to look at my boobs. But also, if I'm telling an entire story about my tits, it would you're be a, nat- yeah, a natural reaction is for everyone that's listening to that story to look at your boobs. I mean, that's just a natural reaction. It doesn't mean I mean he is perverted, but that doesn't mean you are. Like it's just like right. you're talking if you're about talking them. about like if you if I was talking about my legs, people would look about at my legs. If I was telling a story about my hand, they'd probably look at my hand. I mean, that's just like 
So I just was like, Trini, fool yourself just because you got someone to kill himself over you. <laughs> my, my next note that I had, um, I said, never have I ever seen a movie with so many sexual fantasy dreams other than Romy and Michelle. <laughs> yeah, because that bath, bath, bathtub scene does not happen. And you can't tell if Jeanette's having the fantasy or if date or if Alex is having the fantasy. If I, took a sh- if I took a shot for every time that flashback scene was shown, oh my I would have We dead. called it noodles. We just kept calling it noodle sex because it just looked like some noodles like writhing around like a spaghetti noodles. Just, <laughs> like, just like, like like when you make ramen noodles and they have those leftovers, like leftover pieces yeah, that all over each other. Yeah, yeah, water. that's what it, it was like. It was really weird sex. <laughs> I mean, I've, I don't. I and, mean, I don't. I don't want to know what it looks like when I have sex because it's always. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not a gross. It's pretty gross thing to like. Not when you're doing it, but like just to think about later. Um, um but the last. Like, note, yeah, the last no, I hope it didn't look like that. <laughs> the last note that I wrote, I said, "This is the calmest phone call I've ever seen." In quote, I need help. Please come. They've all been murdered. Oh, that's that's Trina. <laughs> so that was the last of the notes that I had. I but, think uh, I remember us saying something about that. We were like, okay, like you could have given him a little more, like help me, like a, for for real, like it's killers chasing me. Um, I'm about to die. Location. Here, here is where here is where I am. <laughs> like, I, I mean, they anything. were murdered, but not by me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can go with some of these deaths and. I, I uh, I only have eight. Oh, by deaths. the way, I loved their clothing. Um, not Jeanette's per se, but I mean, I meant their ski outfit, like all their like ski boots and like ski jackets and stuff. Oh, were really- oh, oh! And speaking of ski outfits, um, I did love all their outfits, and I actually did like Jeanette's. Um, <laughs> well, her but, um, ski outfit, but not her like af- like that looked like a, that one that looked like a wedding dress with fur on it. Oh, that was horrid. Ugh. Um, but when it came to the ski apparel, how come every time it showed the, the POV from the killer and goggles, it looked like he was looking out of a jack-o'-lantern? Because he was using Jeff's um, ski glasses that had been broken during the beginning. So they, okay, that's what I thought. But then they showed him face on and they weren't broken. They were like just tinted. Well, it that was, was that had to be continuity be, then because the POV is definitely for sure supposed like, to look broken. Uh, we'll share we'll share a picture of this um, on our social media, but I'm gonna go ahead and send a photo real quick to Emily, and this this is definitely not a broken um, goggle, and from his POV, <laughs> it is one hundred percent shattered. Jagged no, it is. It, no, it is. It is. It is. Zoom in on it. When I opened it, I can see that like there are crackles in the front. Oh, you know what? Make you are right. You are. Oh, well, we'll share this photo too. But then we'll, <laughs> we'll find a photo that has the um, opposite the the other POV, and it just doesn't. It doesn't look like this. It still looks not the same. It like looks a lot. It looks like it's it. It would be pretty obvious from a small picture, definitely. But whatever. It. I think. I. I. I and I might be wrong, but I'm like 99% sure that he's supposed he's, he's using the ski glasses that Jeff was using. No, that's 100% accurate now. Cuz I think I think one of the one of the, the things they wanted you to think is maybe Jeff had somehow lived or that he it was like a you know, he was a killer or something, I don't know. Yeah, and when you or, look I at mean, the like actual- or that he was like a demonic or like he had become a 
I don't know. And when you look at the cover of the VHS or the box, they're you actually, broken a lot more. You yeah. can totally tell they're broken. So we'll share all these photos in our our promos and our and our social media. Yeah, I think it just. I think that first picture that you sent me was just not taken at an. Also, you can see camera. You can see. You can see. The, <laughs> you can see like their equipment in the fucking reflection of those glasses. But okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's just very and – and there are times where it doesn't look and does look. I mean, so we'll we'll just – we'll do we'll, – we'll share polls. We'll show all of these because <laughs> you all got to see this. Not ski polls, but polls. Because, <laughs> um, like, I just sent another one that clearly doesn't look like it shattered. <laughs> I wish stacked. you just, like – I wish we just, like, covered our Instagram with different – just, like, ski polls. Not even from the movie. Just, like, ones for sale. I'm okay with that. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably get get good addies, That's advertisers right. off of that. That is right. Okay, let's go to these deaths. So I think that I, including um, Jeff at the very beginning, I think I wrote down eight deaths. Uh, sure, I, I didn't. I, you're the one that takes notes during movies, I don't. So I. Well, sure. I don't take notes when I read. That's interesting because I don't know why, but when I watch a movie, like I feel like I have to. Maybe because I'm also drinking when I watch movies. Well, um, I also just consider you to be the one that's going to have like the for sure stuff and i'm just going to talk about it well no one's listening to our to us for for sure stuff they just want to hear us be ridiculous so (laughs) (laughs) i mean right so but i think for sure there's eight deaths uh so we do have the ski accident with jeff at the very beginning which also when when that happens are they flashing back and forth between like a sexual montage as well uh i think they are between trina and the guy that she ends up marrying. Okay, because I, I I just kept thinking that's how we, another that's another noodle sex scene. It's a, exactly. I thought I thought there was more noodle sex when you said yeah, that. Yeah, I was then. That was the first noodle sex. So I'm gonna count that as a death. Um, it is. So the next one it's it's the dumbest death in like the history. Oh wait, don't let me forget. After you get done with your kill list, please uh-huh. let me talk about the end of the movie because um, I cackled over it. So go on. I'm writing a note for that. So the next death is like um, it's Eddie. No, well, is that his name? He had a name. The, the guy with the mustache. I don't know. Some the guy, guy that's just... driving and gets hit with. He's driving there and he gets out yeah. and there's like, yeah, gets, that's that's Jeanette's, that's Jeanette's boyfriend. Oh Eddie. my god! Well, she Mr. don't or Mr. Cotter or whatever. Yeah, I know. No one says his name, so you're just supposed to assume. Oh yeah, because he just literally like okay, so he's sitting there and then like gets out of his car. Snow plows. First of all, yes, they'll crush you if you let them run over you, but they're not gonna like knock you back and like kill you. Like I don't know how he gets killed by this snow plow that he sees coming at him. Like so avoidable. Very slowly. And so they're like not I'm fast. thinking. I'm thinking, okay, the ski accident and then the most avoidable death of all time. And I'm like, what is Emily making me watch? Uh, um, and then 60 minutes later, we get our third kill. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. They uh, really want this to be the big chill. Like, they really in, did. in a they, big way. They, they were, were like, this is going to be. I mean, it came out after the big chill, right? Five, so yeah, they were like, years. we're going to make this the actual big chill, like, because it's going to be cold too. The big iced. The, yeah. So it's like, it's the big chill, but like even better because it's yeah. frozen. But the acting is also frozen. So the on. acting is totes froze. Um, the next death is John and he's in his car, which is a really cool death to me. Ooh, but you know though- what? He, okay, this is, I might've missed this part, but remember he like goes to tell Diane that he's late. Like he's like to get her and he, she's asleep. So he's not going to bother her. 
<laughs> but so, but she then she opens her eyes like when he leaves, like looking like some sinister bitch. And then and he's leaving. <laughs> and then he's leaving. But you don't ever see her leave. So how in the hell does no, she get you, in the car? Yeah, you, know, you do. You do. We'll get there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I got notes. Okay, um, I missed. I must have been going to the bathroom. Well, you were probably very confused with how John actually dies. Okay, so a ski pole goes through the seat, right? Sure. And kills him. But but this is that ski pole that it's got a spike at the bottom, but like there's like a circle over it. Mm-hmm. There's just no way that that two inch spike and then go through made it through seat. because of that circle barrier. Like that's well, maybe old... he was so strong it broke. Bye. <laughs> um, so then Jeanette, not Jeanette, sorry, Diane. Diane. So she is walking out of the house, but and she's in her like uh, winter garb, but uh, awesome ski suit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she, they, they, I'm sure they were wearing moon boots, which I used to have a pair of the ones with like rainbows, like the 80s ones. Oh, I did. And too. someone stole them, and this is as an adult, and now I can't find them. Like they weren't practical to wear in Tennessee anyway. But I'm just pissed off because they so were the, really expensive. And you said they were anyway, rainbow. Yeah, the ones that had the right, yeah, like the ones like that looked like they were from the 80s, and they were like there was like rainbow colors on the side. Well, I hope whoever stole those, I hope Murky and Lurky shit in their throat. Yeah, I hope Alex comes to visit. Not that Alex on the podcast, but Alex from the movie comes to take, gives you a visit in a snowman. <laughs> do, you, do you know who Murky and Lurky are? No. Murky and Lurky are the villains in Rainbow Bright. Oh yeah, I didn't because watch that show. It's a like lot. A, yeah, one of them looks like a a big dick nosed um, snuffleupagus, which is also I was way too into Sesame Street at the time. And one of them looked like Marvin the Martian, but like wearing like. Um, like, also space wear. So my analogies are awful. I think <laughs> all, all I watched when I was that age was uh, the we sing videos from the eighties and the the sixties uh, Peter Pan with Mary and Martin. Oh my and, god, poor Andy. Oh my god, poor Andy. <laughs> and Sesame Street because I remember like I had their little like marketplace that you could like oh, yeah. play with their characters and we had to get a new Ernie because he was my favorite and I broke his feet off twice. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so she gets stabbed in the mouth throat is what my notes said. Mouth in the mouth throat. So I guess she screams and it goes through her mouth into her throat. So I just wrote Diane stabbed in mouth throat with icicle. <laughs> See, I just saw the aftermath of that, so I was like, how did this all happened oh because oh the aftermath it shows i was also trying to get my fridge fixed which um it was my friend because i have to wait till the fifth for the warranty people to actually come and he didn't and so i was probably having to talk to him or something so iced um i'm not iced right now and it's pissing me off so yeah when you saw them john and diane were both in their car seats like she's still and what's funny when when it shows her in the car seat it's like the next morning it still has an icicle in her mouth bitch that would have melted i don't care where you are it's melted well and when trina finds carl he blinks okay (laughs) well we'll get to anyway (laughs) the next death is jeanette but I mean, let, okay, wait. Let's talk about what happens right before Jeanette goes into the hot tub because it is ridiculous. John or not John Carl basically is sexually not basically he's sexually assaulting her, and then it just cuts away and and it at the next scene is her walking taking off her robe way before she gets to the hot tub completely nude and getting in. I'm like, why don't we have any resolution about Carl being an actual pervert now? Like, there's not even any, like, they're not even talking about it. No one talk. No, it's done. It's like, whatever. 
that's that prankster Carl trying to rape me again. I mean, like what? Yeah, and and, and then when, but when it comes to her getting all naked and all, it's like, yeah. So when she did Adam's family, she was like what six to eight years old the whole yeah. seasons, and so now she's um in her mid to late twenties, probably early thirties, twenty eight to thirty two, I guess. Um, wait, no, she might be 30. She's Hold on, 30. she was born in 58. She She's did, 30. she was Wednesday Adams from 64, so that would have been yeah, she was six, six to years to 66 to eight. Yeah, so and now she's about 30. So, yeah, and and, and black and white, um, she was just typecast, but I didn't recognize yeah, it, she was exactly was. 30. I didn't recognize that too. Oh, it no, was. me neither, me neither, not until I looked this up. Um, but I was like, God, but it makes sense that they just kept showing her naked all the time. They were like, not they, like she, maybe she chose this role, maybe knowing like, so she was, she would like, you know, like Miley Cyrus, the, you know, like just be a break the mold. Like I've been typecast for, for so long and like, here we go. But yeah, so I'm sorry. I even referenced Miley. Like she's the first person that's ever done that. But that's a that's a very recent one. I mean, Miley actually just took her shirt off a of Rolling Stone like what a month ago. So yeah, but I mean, they've been doing that shit since like. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever and ever. But like that was a very recent example of another child actress actor that you know did these things. But so I didn't even know it was her. But I think that's why they have all these extra extra long shots on her being the the quote unquote nudist. I mean, she chose this role knowing full well. What it was as a thirty-year-old. Hey, if you've got that, full on it. Because I know I didn't have it when I was thirty. I did. <laughs> I, lo- I mean, I missed. I missed my twenties. Um, I did, so, but then I lost it like the next year. So it didn't. The matter. next year. So <laughs> so as she walks to the hot tub, she's laying there, and she gets electrocuted in the hot tub. So they throw a plugged-in device to her. So I think it's a heater or something. Prop. Yeah. Um, the next one, I'm not. I know. I know it's Carl with the bear trap, but I don't really know what's going on. And then I have a question. He walked past the bear trap, by the way. And well, then, he, and yeah. then he got caught under other bear traps because where that light was, uh-huh. there was a bear trap right there. You could see the black, like the black part sticking out. And oh my god, it looked like he only let like put out two. And Carl walks past that, and then he still what? So whatever. But I but I have a I wrote. Did he die? Dot 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 question mark. And it must be referencing him blinking. Uh, maybe. But he. I mean, when they cut back to him, it's pretty obvious. But, like it looks like he's been shot too. Like maybe he. I know he shot his gun in the air, but maybe he actually. I don't know. Also, yeah. like it could have, but there's blood coming out of his mouth. So if he hit, I mean, I'm sure it would hit an artery in one of your ankles, but it wouldn't like shoot out of your mouth. Well, not that quickly anyway, especially what in the I mean, that weather. I don't know why I'm trying to like make sense of it. Rationalize an 80s gore horror movie set in a set in an environment we know nothing about. Yeah, there's all there's, <laughs> there are always so many questions, and I'll be like asking them. I'll ask myself those questions, and I'm watching them like, why am I trying? No, none of this makes sense. It's not. It's not ever gonna make sense. There's no answer to this. So just move on. And so the next one is. Corey gets stabbed in the shoulder or the deltoids with a knife. And I wrote knife to the shoulder for Corey dude with the worst ASMR eating noises ever. I said, never dies scene after scene after scene. So did Corey die or not? I I don't know. He didn't because at the end you see him with uh, Trina and they have a kid. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, that's him. Okay. This is around the time that two of the people that are in my, 
house at the moment were trying to tell me about some game called Iced, where like someone would hide a Smirnoff ice somewhere, and then you had to like whoever found it had to like drink it all and like get, get in a position. And I was like, that sounds like. I was like, what? Or I, th- I thought they were pr- playing a prank on me. I was like, that sounds like the dumbest thing. I- and they were like, you've never heard of that? And I was like, no. I've no. never heard of, like... You, you get on, your, you get on a knee, you, you chug the bottle. I mean... Yeah, I don't want... I've never heard of that game. There was a website called, like, Bros Icing Bros. And they're the ones well, who made it popular back in, like, 2010. Okay, well, I'd never heard of it. But well, we we drink better things than Smirnoff Ice, so yeah. that's why we didn't hear of it. Sorry. Yeah, to if ever, I found I one, I'd put it back because I'd be like, I don't want to have to drink this shit. I don't want maybe throw ice. up immediately. Exactly. I mean, God. Ugh. I was like, uh, do they even make those still? I guess they do. Oh yeah, they make. Yeah, they. So you I mean, know what, White Claw and yeah, that shit sure is going to take them down. You see all the seltzers right now, just because of all the the low carb aspect of all these seltzers. Well, they're good. No, White Claws are not that bad though, and I don't like I don't like tonic water and I. Don't like beer and not, but that like and I don't like Smirnoff Ice, but I like those okay. Well, that's but yeah. So Truly's, White Claws, Budweiser, or Bud Light's getting them. Everyone's getting their own versions of these. They're low carb and they're not saccharinated like fake sac, fake sugary and like milky. They're just yeah. So Smirnoff Ice is probably on its way out. Maybe, but I mean, maybe it's, you could say the same for Mike's Heart. Anything. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're kind of on the same lines to me as Smirnoff. Yeah, but I mean, like Zima went away. And so did that other one. People still want that back. You know, the last time I ever had a Smirnoff, um, it may it's or may been not. been like it, 25 years ago. It may or may just, not have been. We would been, be like dead, but. Yeah, it may or may not have been like 2001. And it may or may not have been this first time I ever smoked marijuana. And it may or may not have been the time that like I ripped wallpaper off my walls and then like passed out. So. I don't think I was there for that. You were not there. It was me. And three other people, and you were not there. This is before I really hung out with you. Oh, so. right. If this was 2000, I know who you were with. Yeah, so we I no know. no names, but... Uh, yeah, no names. I know exactly. I ripped wallpaper off, and I might have... I might have done really embarrassing things to myself. Is, like, is this, bi- yeah, is this, is this a, biologically? That's all we're going to talk about. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm not going to say. I'm just going, <laughs> is this the next, is this the time with the yes. next morning yes. situation? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and it was also the day I was literally throwing up black liquid. And I'm like, <laughs> all I did was drink Smirnoff, smoke weed. And I think I ate a roach, but I think it was actually a real roach. I don't even remember. <laughs> it, was um, it was Moulin Rouge. Rocky what? Horror Picture Show. I don't even know. But I'm done. Any- I'm done. Okay, move on. The, the last death. The last death was um, Alex. Alex, killer. So he gets shot and pushed out the window. I don't think that was very therapeutic or very cathartic or very satisfying, his death. Um, well, usually, it's not supposed to be. But usually when the killer ends, it's usually a little more satisfying. I didn't really well, feel... Well, they made it like that so they could do the ending. Oh, yeah, so now I have my notes. Emily, talk about the end of the movie. Okay, so apparently, I guess, Trina and, is his name Corey? Corey's her, yeah. Yeah, okay, they're they're married. They've been married. They were married during the movie, but um, not at the very beginning, but when they come back. So they have, like, this five-year-old kid now, because it's supposed to be five years later. And (laughs) they've come back to this place again, like, for... Who knows what reason, but um, there's this huge Instagram show. Instagram pics. Probably yeah. <laughs> um, so there was this there's this huge snowman, 
Oh my god! I she puts his you. finger. She puts her finger up near one of the eyes, and there's blood coming out of it. And then Jeff jumps out of it, like it looks like he's been sitting there bleeding for five years inside a snowman. Because <laughs> that was that was Jeff, right? Yeah, I guess. But like, I was like, why would he still be? Why would he be bleeding? The only thing I can think of is that he sat. He made some kids, some local kids not take him to the hospital and build a giant snowman around his body so he could jump out at them when they come back five years later, even though he doesn't know because they shouldn't. But Ridiculous. yeah, that's the, and that's the end of the movie. You're like, what? I thought that I had texted you, but maybe I didn't. I, I remember sitting there being like, I saw a snowman and I just looked at my husband and I said, someone's oh, going to burst. Did. You sent me a video. Oh, it was a video. I was like, someone's going to burst. Yeah, because he made that face at the end. Like, you were like, um, yeah, I know. Like, you made, you like pursed your lips. Like, Jeff Jeff was an idiot because you knew. Like, who's that girl? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I was like, no. And then I was like, but I remember saying he's going to jump out and it's just going to freeze frame shock us. And literally, something bursts out of the snowman and it freezes. And I just remember. And my husband just burst out laughing, and I was like, exactly. And real quick, everybody, if you can listen to this real quick, it's going to be about eight seconds. Here is me responding to that scene. I just said to Jeff. Oh, no, wrong scene. That, that is, you know, you're talking about that there. But here yeah, is I the, just said to Jeff. That's it. And yeah, here that is the, it. But play the clip of you laughing also. Well, here is it. <laughs> that's it that's it yeah but the the one of you knowing that that was going to happen is you saying i was just telling jeff that this was what's going to happen blah 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 blah, and it just did and then you like you wrote you wrote you're absolutely correct when do you want to (laughs) record priorities we got this y'all Oh God! Right, so, well, I, I don't know if there's anything else to, yeah. that we could possibly say about this movie. So, I, oh, we, our ratings. I'm, our ratings. I'm gonna give mine first. Okay. I give it two point two five. I know that that's not really a thing, but I don't want to give it two point five, but I don't want to give it two. Right. I mean, I just I just straight up gave it a two point five because no app lets me rate the quarter stars yet well, so I'm, I, just, I mean we're just talking so yeah, i can I, say 2.25 but if i had to i would i would go with 2.5 over two yeah i mean the cheesy factor is real the nostalgia not nostalgia for us watching but like the cozy vibes of like a chalet the warmth like that sort of manifests because again 60 minutes goes by and there's on a zero effing kill so like you really have to like these characters and this this setting to enjoy the movie otherwise um, you won't mean like six I suggest people watch it. Oh, I do too, one hundred percent. And I you think- know what? I think the okay. reason that um IMDB says it's nineteen eighty nine is because I bet it came out in like the UK in eighty nine and America in like eighty eight or something like that. Because a lot of times like uh the UK won't get won't get horror movies till like almost a year after they come out in America. Well, IMDB says eighty nine, but in parentheses it says Argentina. What? Like that's well, their main I thing. have the original Prism Entertainment VHS. It's only it's only on they've never put it out on DVD. That's only on either Prism Entertainment or like CBS Fox. Mm-hmm. And they've never put it out on anything else. Oh, it came out in Argentina in '89. Okay. 
So, so yeah. So, any any other thoughts? I mean, I think we both say. I will watch tell this. you the two fast the two facts. The only trivia I could find on this was one appears on letter me- wait red letter media's best of the worst on YouTube. Cool. <laughs> All right. The other thing is Doug Stevenson parentheses Lee Sintel on Search for Tomorrow and Lisa Loring parentheses Cricket Montgomery on Al- As the World Turns were very. Wednesday Adams, bye. Were, well, but the, the, this is what they were doing at the time. They were married at the time this movie was filmed. So I don't care. So the end. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You were on two different shows. And then you got, but it doesn't even matter what shows you were on at the time because you got married during ICE. So I mean, like, what is Search for Tomorrow? But So wait, so Corey and Jeanette were married in real life? No. Doug Stevenson is Corey. Uh-uh. Yes. Oh, that's, the, that's why I said. Well, I that's guess why, that's why it's a fun fact. That's why it's a fun fact. Corey well, it doesn't was. Say, it could have just said both of these actors from the movie. <laughs> it says it says this actor from Search for Tomorrow and this actor from As As the World Ta- Turns. Instead of saying from this movie and this movie. <laughs> you know, he was also in The Prowler. Oh, I love Prowler. Oh, oh, he's, I love he's, that. He's young Kingsley, so uh, he yeah he would we would have been a lot younger because that's eighty one. So. I love that one. I mean, I want to know what this search for tomorrow is. Oh, it is a two-year. It lasted for two years. I think it was. Oh, I think it was like a soap opera. Or the Waltons, or something. Oh, it's a lot of episodes. But it was a thirty-minute show for two, for two years to have like three hundred and forty-five episodes. Um, it might, this one says one thousand six hundred and sixty episodes. Yeah, mine says nineteen fifty-one to nineteen eighty-six. I don't. Well, the one, I. I went to the one from his he was his, on it for two years this I show know, came out I think, yeah i think oh you're right okay yeah it's this, this is totes of soaps totes soaps totes soaps <laughs> all right so any, you know what i mean i don't know why i haven't heard of it because i used to watch the soap network and i would watch like old ones my favorite was ryan's hope i don't know if you were like a, i mean no, you were around I like- I liked all those. You were around when I was watching Brian's Hope. We come on at five in the morning and I'd still be awake. Um, But I don't know that. I've never heard of this one. So, and the the cast picture looks pretty stupid too. We'll have to review. But until then, are there any more final thoughts on 1988 Iced? Stay gagged with a nice pick. Stay gagged with Jeff Goldblum. Stay oh, gagged with yep. carrots. Stay gagged with quaaludes. Stay gagged with revenge. perverted, uh, perverted newspaper notes. Perverted newspaper notes. <laughs> stay gagged with revenge and stay gagged with Wednesday Work- Wednesday Adams breasticles and workout equipment. Probably stay gagged working out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. We we did say that she was in Summer Party Massacre. So okay. Cool. All right. Stay gagged. This is gag me with a knife. We'll see you later. Bye. Ice, ice, baby. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights. And I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Dance. Crush the speaker that booms. 
I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly! When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid, don't.